Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to episode 57 of The Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian? Yeah, sure. Hey, you, Brian has a pen in his mouth. How are you doing today? I'm doing real good. I'm sharing your oh, Jesus. Okay. okay, well. That was my bet. Yeah, Mark's brother. Right? Duck soup? Episode 57, duck soup. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. We have to be really careful about kicking these tables and, 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 uh, uh, drinking these drinks, like, we gotta not maybe put them down back here. Yeah, we gotta set them off to the side yep. where we're not gonna kick them where I do every week. Yeah. Because the microphone we usually use, uh, did not work because the cable that I had did not work. So guess what? Guess what? We're recording on my Razorblade laptop. Yo, shouts out Razorblade. Shouts out Razorblade laptops. The thinnest laptop. Cut you up. It'll, it'll cut you up. Perfect for gigging. I was doing a Razor Ramon thing. You went with uh, with another wrestling term. This is good. Razors work everywhere. Shouts out Gillette. Hey, Gillette, sponsor this podcast. Hey, guys, can you tweet at Gillette and see what's up? Say, we're using a Razor Blade. What the fuck else do they want? Yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean, we've uh, we've not only gone into Mach 3, we've now, uh, we've now uh, infused this, shall I say, the fusion uh-huh. of... Uh, Branding uh-huh. and marketing uh-huh. with wrestling uh-huh. and podcasts. So we're this is a this is a marketing branded podcast for wrestling <laughs> podcasts fans who also shave. So Gillette, what's up? Uh, I have a razor on my back that I that you just use for edging. Who the fuck uses that? I did. Did you really? Yeah. Oh wow. Down down across the chin. So useful. Hey Gillette. Gillette. Shouts out the best a man can get. <laughs> ProGlide, what's up? Yeah. Hey, if Stacker 2 is still around, can we get sponsored by Stacker 2? Remember Stacker 2? I'm pretty sure that they fell with all the other amphetamine uh, We should... All, uh, the amph- pills. all the amphetamines should come back. Yeah. We Guys, should, hey. start doing amphetamines and listening <laughs> to this podcast. If you're on Adderall right now, you're close, mm-hmm. but no meth. Uh, I won't say that. I'll say live your own life and don't take... Don't listen to what other people tell you all the time. You know, live your life every day, one day at a time. Living every day like uh, Ben Savage, like the Wonder Years. Okay, Brian, how's your wrestling week been? <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You know what's happening this Thursday? I don't. Tickets go on sale for PWG's next event, DDT Four. Oh hell a yeah! A tag team tournament that lasts one night. I believe it's on uh, the end of May, yeah. a, a Friday at the end of May. And we're going to try to get tickets. Not only are we going to try to get tickets, we're going to try to get front row tickets. Oh, damn. We got got friends, not necessarily who have any pull or whatever. They're just friends who also want to go get front row tickets. So we're going to do that, I hope. I know that we've said for like the last year that we're going to do it. But God damn it, we're going to do it. We're going to try our hardest. We're going to gosh darn try. Uh, Brian, you watch anything interesting this last week? Anything outside of our norm? Uh no, I mean we watched the uh, the rest of uh, of uh, Invasion Attack. Yeah, that... you did it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then and then we um, no, I think just the Lucha Underground normal stuff for me this week. What did you think of the main of Invasion Attack? Oh, Kota Ibushi and AJ Styles. Oh, how come how come his name is like Ibushi Kota? How come AJ Styles' name isn't Styles AJ? I I don't understand I don't naming conventions. And then that brought up another point. 
Why the fuck do we call countries other names? I don't get it. Why is Germany Deutschland? Why do we call it Germany? Hey, doctors out there, I assume doctors would know this. Um, what's up? Why the fuck? Yo, doctors without borders. How can we call Japan Japan and not a uh, glorious Nippon? It should be what its name is. It should be what its name is, guys. In the country of its origin. I don't get it. I don't understand it. What are you looking up about about PWG? Uh, I want to see when the dates are for this actual sh- for the next show. Brian can't wait. I can't. Brian can't find it and he can't wait. Because I want to I want to make sure I request the time off from work so we can go. <laughs> what did you think of the main event, the Kota Ibushi AJ Styles? It was awesome. Yeah. These two guys are fucking great, great technicians in the ring. I fucking love... Uh, I love New Japan because there's so many different styles. No pun intended. Please don't. <laughs> I was you. Hey, that's good because you stopped me. So, um, like, and and again, no, no. This time, pun intended. And they just like they clash and they meet Ow! really well. And ah! and I really, I what? really enjoy that they're <laughs> that you have like that that pit bull guy. What's his name? The guy who's just like a fucking... Oh, sto- oh the stone pit bull dude? Yeah. Oh, that guy is... Like, he's like maybe my height yeah. and, and like 280 pounds. He's like two of you wide and two of you around. Jesus Christ, he's so fucking big. He's got like the thickest neck. He looks like if you made a pit bull into a human and then gave him like a rat tail haircut. <laughs> I just like... <laughs> like if you shaved your pit bull's head into a rat tail haircut. I just liked when we were watching it, it was a, uh, it was a f- uh, fatal four-way, I want to say, um, between... Uh, all the people in contention for the IC title. Okay. In, uh, in, uh, New Japan. Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking to myself, uh, please don't fuck with that guy. D- don't. <laughs> oh no, it was a six man tag. Oh, that's and, right. And there was one guy who, like, at the start of the match, just went over and, like, attacked him. And me and Brian went, nah, stop, just stop. Why would you? Hey, the, st- the Stone Pitbull shouts out, that guy's fucking scary. Why would you mess with that guy? Now, I went to Japan and I always felt safe. I never felt like anyone was gonna, like, start <laughs> any shit. It was all cool. If I ever saw that guy, I don't think I would ever feel safe. Uh uh-uh. uh. That guy's fucking terrifying looking. He's huge. He's just a scary, giant fucking dude. And, and when they would exchange blows like him they and the. Uh... Fucking hard. It was insane. Yep. Like, elbows to the fucking jaw. Yeah. So, again, the main, getting back to the main event, Kota Ibushi and AJ Styles, uh, Kenny Omega's out. He's causing, like, some distractions mm-hmm. and all this stuff. You know, the crowd hates it. What I thought was really cool, uh, the end of the match came where Ibushi goes for his Phoenix Splash. AJ Styles is down. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega kind of gets involved, just stands up, causes a little bit of a distraction. Yeah. Then, Ibushi goes for the Phoenix Splash. Styles catches him. Hits a Styles Clash. That was dope. That was such a fucking sick end. I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Then? It got better. Oh, fuck yes. Because now we get our next feud for the championship. Oh, man. It's been a year in the making. Gonna need an umbrella. Oh. The Rainmaker himself, Okada, came out and jumped the Bullet Club. What? Laid them all out. Destroyed Styles. With a Rainmaker. Awesome. Fucking killed him with it. Styles is laid out. Okada does the Rainmaker pose. He has the belt. Gato's cutting a promo uh, in Japanese. But you watch enough wrestling and you can tell it's just like, Styles, you suck. Bull Club, you suck. Okada's the true champion. He's yep. coming back. He's going to take the title. It's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Gold confetti rains from the sky. Great. Okada's still raising the belt. The best part of all of it. Mm-hmm. So Bull Club's all laid out. Yeah. They're all on the outside. Styles is the only one down in the ring. Okada has the belt. He takes it, gold confetti fell everywhere and everything, he just lays it across the stomach of AJ Styles. So good. That's it. 
He just lays it across his stomach. So good. Him and Gato leave. That's it. All the rest of Bullet Club go inside the ring and they start reviving AJ Styles. Like, oh, wait, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? AJ Styles wakes up with a start like, what? What happened? Who do we? Let me have it. What? It was like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> like Scrappy Doo. It was so over the top. It was really funny. Um, so it was it was very cool, and I'm really really excited mm-hmm. to see what's uh, what's next in New Japan because uh, goddamn they're good. Yeah. Um, we don't typically watch the week to week stuff that they put out, um, smaller shows and everything like that. We typically only watch the pay per views, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, and the pay per views are long, because, but they're good because fuck, we already have so much yep. to watch. It's mm. like it's. It'd be too much to try to keep up with. Yep. But let me tell you, after this uh, last week of wrestling, I would have welcomed something else. Oh, oh, please. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it, though. We're about 10 minutes in. Brian, do you have any other plugs? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Wow. I want to plug Stacker 2 one more time. All Stacker right. 2, shouts out. Uh, uh, I tried working hard. I tried eating right. And, uh, uh, getting in shape for you. Uh, uh, something, something, something. Now I'm burning fat with Stacker 2. That's the commercial from WWF. Why, why do you... Because I don't remember birthdays, but I remember half of the Stacker 2 fucking jingle. Because I watched so much WWF as an impressionable kid. That's why. He's <laughs> a big old, he's a big old fat guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like trying to like wash the car or whatever, uh-huh. and like his hot girlfriend or something. I remember that now, yeah. That was like, half a porn star was like, <laughs> eh, she's washing too. And now he's like this big old fat dude, and he's gonna start taking amphetamines i guess just so. do math yeah like it's got to be cheaper i'm sure like what do you yeah Come on. find the heisenberg who who knocks brian yeah tweet a big show and ask him who knocks <laughs> i'm the show who knocks <laughs> all right so lucha underground let's get into it uh dario cueto an aerostar promo on the top of a roof Here's my note for this. Rooftops, hangouts, and bangouts. <laughs> what? It just, it was so out of place and different for the rest of what the show usually yeah. is. Because usually it's like, you know, sets around mm-hmm. kind of what's going on around here or whatever. This one was just like on a rooftop. And I'm so, I suspend my disbelief for all of this so much because I get it. It's, mm. you know, it's. It's wrestling, and, yeah. and, you know, oh, yeah, we do this high five, and we're backstage, and this is, like, the locker room, and this is, like, the training area, mm-hmm. you know, even, like, when the girl is, like, oh, and then I did, like, martial arts training, whatever. Yeah. I get it. That's silly. I'm supposed to believe that this luchador is, like, hanging out on the roof, staring at the stars, going, yeah, he's Aerostar. There, there they all are. That's my family. <laughs> familia. He's, like, he's from, he's, like, from space or whatever. Yeah. But that, to me, everything else has been within, like, this realm of, oh, okay, it's just a guy dressed like that on a roof going, Flaw stars. Yeah, that's his, that's his La Raza. <laughs> Check out all these stars. <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. I don't know. So it was that. Yeah. that. I mean, what did they talk about? It was just like, hey. Hey, this is the last match of the of best the of five. Best of five. And, yep. you know, the, the my, my unique opportunity is going to be something that's worth your time. Yep. But everything comes with a price. Ooh. In the temple. Ooh. Uh, so we go in, and it's our uh, our King of Fighters matchup. Hell yeah. Uh, King Cuerno, Tejano Jr., and the man they call Cage. 
Fuck yeah. Against Johnny Mundo, Hernandez, and Prince Puma. Hell yeah. My first note for this is, I forgot to write notes. <laughs> I mean, it was so fucking good. It was so good. That's the opening match? Yeah. Jesus Christ. We I watched it before Eric did, and then we watched it again together. And I just, like, towards the end of the match, the second half of this match, I just kept going, this isn't your main, this is your opener. <laughs> it's your opener. Out of control. And, dude, it was so good. Mm-hmm. So many spots all over the place. I-, I mean, God, if there's ever a match to sell people on Lucha Underground, I feel like it's that. Just because it hits all its marks really well. Yeah. You can tell who the faces are. You can tell who the heels are. Yeah. You can tell who the crowd's into. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought the commentary did a really good job of selling everything. They did. I, I thought everything was, like, super interesting very cool. I had a really good time. And then, halfway through the match, is that Davari? I, yeah, I don't know. I think it was. I'm pretty sure it's Davari. You pointed it out. Like, I mean, I, obviously you notice him because they put... They cut They cut to him eight times. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty sure that's just what Davari like, looks like, like right Like using now. like a Samsung Galaxy S5. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Whatever the edge it's called. Uh, oh, hey guys, it's called the edge. Hey, Davari's using the edge, guys. Just in case you were wondering. Uh... I brought it up as a joke, and then Brian Brian knows what funny he's actually. I'm pretty sure it shouts out Samsung. Shouts out, hey Samsung, we're all, listen, Samsung. Let me get real with you right now. We're in talks right now with Gillette. That's all I'm saying, and Stagger too. <laughs> so if you want to get on this train, choo choo, all aboard. <laughs> What's up, Samsung? I use a iPhone. I don't. I'll use your phone. I'll give, give me a phone. What do I care? Give me. Hey, listen, hey. listen. We're not making any money. Fuck. Yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll take your money. All I know is that I'll I'll take your edge uh-huh. and I'll connect it to my jam box. Uh-huh. And then you Holy know. shit. Oh my god. <laughs> and then me and wow. JBC will ride off into the sunset. <laughs> fucking incredible. Do you remember the commercial for <laughs> Chef Boy RD where Kane does the like his whole entrance like he's gonna light the flames, but he just makes like Chef Boy RD raviolis go in like the little yeah. like the little bowl? That's cool. He's corporate now. Uh so that's Davari. Fun fact, Davari's only like thirty. Yeah, he was young when he was when he was back in the Yeah, you know how young he was? He's only about a year older than us. He's like your brother's age. Oh man. Yeah. So there you go. What are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Uh I like that they do kind of like this daisy chain flip and dive in crazy yeah. leaps all over the place. Uh, damn. I I mean, fuck. This match is so good. You can write notes and then they don't even make any sense because what does neckbreaker DDT what is going on? <laughs> Here's my next note in all caps. What the fuck is going on? This match was insane. Yeah. Oh, I have I have the weirdest notes. Ten kicks from Mundo and then a crack shot to Tejano in a tree of woe. <laughs> it got weird and, like, really good. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yep. Did we already say who, what what teams these are? For, like, like King of Fighters teams? Did we say that, that like, Mundo, Hernandez, is, and Puma? Like, that's, that's the Japan team. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we did. Quir- Okay. I mean, Mundo is Benamaru. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goro yeah. Diamond, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did last week. Okay. Hernandez and then Puma is Kyo. Who's Cuerno, Tejano, and Cage? Did we say? Uh, I don't think we did say. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, it's Tejano. a big old... Oh, no, you know what? We did. Yeah. It was Akari Warriors team. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Clark, Clark, Clark and Ralph were tossing them around, mm-hmm. and Leona's coming in, picking up the pieces. It's good. Oh, it's so fucking sick. So much fun. Oh, man. This match is really amazing. Tejano with a bull rope to Puma, followed by a Mishinoku driver by Cuerno, and that's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. So Japan team's out, and uh, uh, Akari Warriors move on. 
to the next round of the trios tournament. I like that the heels won. Yeah. I like that it was like all over the place. Everyone yeah. got their shit in. Hey, Brian Cage, get your shit in. Yeah. Uh, everywhere, all over the place. I thought it was really incredible. Um, and they pinned the champion. Yeah. Hey, again, I thought that was really cool because that means something. Mm-hmm. Oh, they pinned the champion. Holy shit. Yeah, but they used the bull rope and doesn't matter. Everyone looks strong. Everyone yep. looks good. I yep. thought this is a really cool match. If there's a match I want anyone to see that's going to sell you on this, that. I, I would say this and then immediately afterward watch the um, their battle royal or whatever they ended up calling it. Their uh, 30-man. Oh, the, the uh, Aztec Warfare match. Yeah. That was sick. That was a really good match, that, too. That was a Royal Rumble, if you guys didn't know, it's a Royal Rumble match where it's not going over the top rope, it's pinfall or submission. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. It really, was, really cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so, a triple threat match starts. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're going to have uh, people from each of these teams, they're going to be in a triple threat match, like one from each team. So it's Cage mm-hmm. against the Mac against Son of Havoc. Uh, Son of Havoc, a little outsized here. Yeah, a little. Just a just little a, bit. Just a smidge. Uh, here's my first note. Willie Mack is the shit. Ah, uh, man. He's fuck. He's so fucking agile. I know he's a big old dude. Holy shit. It's, right? It, it, why? I heard that there was something with, like, the physical. Like, it wasn't that, like, they didn't like his look. It's that he didn't pass some kind of physical. Again, that's all rumor. And that's speculation bullshit. Don't listen to us. Yeah. This is just hearsay bullshit that we're speaking on from a place of ignorance Mm -hmm. just here's what we heard from a guy who heard something that's it because holy shit willie mack is fucking dope that guy is so good i i can't believe how how amazingly agile he is and then how strong he can still look yep he's he's just a well-rounded uh wrestler and he's he's a lot of fun animated in the ring and i i'm excited that he's here at lucha underground well what i really liked is that the Mac and Cage mm-hmm. both look really good in this match because they're the big old bruisers. Yeah. I don't think Son of Havoc got lost in the shuffle here at all. No. I thought he had some awesome spots. He did a Frankensteiner to the Mac from the top rope onto Cage. Yeah. That was so cool. That was so much fun because I didn't see that coming at all. Yep. But I love that they're doing that whole, like, kind of daisy chain creative lucha style wrestling mm-hmm. with all of the like well it's it's the cool stuff that you see in indie wrestling mm-hmm. is in lucha underground and it's a lot of fun yeah like we sing the praises of lucha underground every week now because that's our hot thing right now it really is and it's it, so much fun and it has been for the last seven months yep. like it's it's really the thing to watch yep uh there's a die oh no no i'm sorry i don't want to miss this note uh matt striker says the pcp eyes of the mac what what are you <laughs> I mean I get what he's saying. I understand as well. That's why I wrote it down. But you also have to understand PCP eyes of the Mac. Not great. Yeah, the Mac Beyond Angel Dust. <laughs> cool. Thanks, that striker. Real edgy. Oh my god, the Mac Beyond Angel Dust. Can you get Angel Dust? The Angel Dust is that's still a thing, isn't it? Yeah, you can still get Angel Dust, right? I don't know who's making Angel Dust, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's a there's like a need, you know. Yeah. I don't know if "need's" the right word. There's a there's a supply and demand chain <laughs> that uh, certainly exists. Uh, there's a compulsion. There is definitely <laughs> to beat the ground with no clothes on and yell at the police like this. <laughs> still one of the best videos the on the internet, and it's still on. I think it's still on YouTube. Is it? You can see that guy's like whole sack. Yeah, like his whole sack is out. <laughs> And he's on Angel Dust. He has PCP eyes like the Mac. Uh, uh, 
Son of Havoc believes it's a bright idea to mm-hmm. dive on uh, Cage on the outside. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cage believes this is also a wise idea. Yeah. As he catches him Ugh. and then just destroys him. Ugh. The ability of Cage to catch people and then destroy them is a, a novelty that I do not see ever wearing off. No. No, he's very impressive with his um, with his prowess. It's I, insane. He is so much fun to watch. He's so fucking strong. I love Cage. Yeah. I want to look like that. And then I want to go to the beach, and uh-huh. then I want to kick sand on nerds' faces, like those old, like, 60s car, like, yeah. uh, comic books. Yeah. Like, and then the, and then the kid gets all big and strong because he gets, like, the, like, the Atlas body workout, whatever. Yeah. Except that second part won't happen because I'll be the size of Brian Cage and I'll fucking destroy people. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, I'm going to fight you. And then I'll do what he, uh, what Cage does to, uh, uh, Son of Havoc to end the match and give them Weapon X, which is the dopest move. Yeah. It's a gory, he, he, it's a gory special. So he, he holds them up. Yeah. Gory strip, pulls them, gory, cool. Hell yeah. Into a flat liner. Yeah. How the fuck? That's so cool. Weapon X. Yep. What a great fucking name for that move. And, and what a great, uh, move for him to have because it shows that he doesn't just have power, he has skill. Yep. I agree. So, man, and he just lays him out. God, he just destroys people. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, post-match, we get a little uh, backstage promo. Uh, instead of rooftops, hangouts, and bangouts, we get hangouts and bangouts in the potty room. Uh, Cueto and Drago are both in the bathroom, just chilling. Yeah, what uh, up? Dario Cueto appears to have pissed on his hands. <laughs> right? He doesn't wash his hands. He's just, like, looking at his hands like, ew, I got all these, all, like, this piss on my hands. <laughs> Hashtag Cueto piss hands. Tweet at the L Ray Network. Tweet at uh, Lucha Underground. Let him know that that Dario Cueto has has uh, p- has piss hands. Hashtag piss, piss hands. Uh, after piss hands promo, uh, Pentagon Junior is out, and the announcer says Pentagon Junior has a message. Oh. And then he attacks her. No, you hey you. hey. Me and Brian talked about this right when this happened. Mm-hmm. He was getting face cheers. Yeah. Oh, he's coming out and breaking people's arms, and the crowd was like, screaming for blood, do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a heel. We need to make him a heel. Hey. Without a question of the doubt. They fucking did it like that. Yep. I He was already getting kind of booed mm -hmm. and bundle, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then he attacked the hot announcer that everyone loves. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck. Motherfucker, get out of the building. Vampiro got up, and he was about to settle the score. Yeah. He's about to fucking say, no way, Jose. Yeah, this Vato Loco had a couple Coors Light at the fucking party, man. He can't <laughs> he, stand for this. He had some Rasburitas, and he's ready to go. Uh, Sexy Star comes out and, and interrupts and saves the uh, the amazing announcer everybody loves. And then uh, I thought this segment was fucking awesome. I love that the feud that I'm most excited for right now in Lucha Underground is Sexy, Sexy Star, Star and Pentagon Jr. Absolutely. Like... The fact that it's somebody who I already respect as a in-ring performer in Sexy Star is going up against somebody who has been destroying yep. like people twice her size, mm-hmm. and this is a, a this is a a feud that I legitimately don't know who's going to come out on top. I want to know who the fuck is Dark Master is. Yeah, who I think I think they're going to reveal that, and that's going to be cool as fuck. It's going to be Vince McMahon. <gasps> it was him, Pentagon Junior. Uh, so now we get Aerostar and Drago. Mm-hmm. The ring announcer is Dara Cueto with his piss hands. <laughs> he comes out and holds a pissy microphone. <laughs> what? What are you doing? Uh, this match is good and hot from the start. Yeah. 
There's, uh, Aerostar does a second rope senton from the outside. I don't even know how to, dis- like, he stands on, like, the second rope and, like, flips in a way that I didn't know people could, like, I don't even know I, yeah. how to do what he did. I don't know. Uh, there's a spot that I think Matt Stryker calls a, se- uh, a top rope trustful. Yeah. Thought that was weird. That was it, that. That's like a dive backwards to the outside. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that's it too. Cool. Yeah, Th- that's kind of like a play on an old lucha move. Yeah, it's just it looks good. Yeah, uh, Drago pulls out a table. Uh, Aerostar goes over the top uh, to Drago through a table. <sighs> Jesus, they like. I, I I mean, this match for a for a five, like this is a fifth match. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Drago wins with a with a really unique roll up. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Did you have any other notes for that match before we get to the end? I didn't know it was an ODQ match. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I like that it was like the fifth match was that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the, these two working together really put on a great match that I... Like... They put on five great matches. Honestly, they put on five yeah. matches that I really respect. Mm-hmm. And I think you could hold up as like, hey, I want to see like, you know, a bunch of matches between these best of five series between these guys. Yeah. They were good. They were short. They were fun. Yep, they they escalated well, and and what I really enjoy about this is that they they put a very creative way to, uh, you know, like the stipulation that they put on this. Mm-hmm. I thought was really cool because you didn't know what it was. It's a, it's a unique opportunity. So mm-hmm. in your head, you're like, well, I mean, it's a title shot, but what's unique about a title shot? Yeah, Brian, here's what's unique about a title shot. Drago wins. Dario Cueto comes out with his little pissy hands, grabs another pissy microphone, which is gross. Wash all these microphones. Gross. He says that he has a unique opportunity for Drago. Good. It's one of his famous unique opportunities, which uh, I guess we can use the term famous for whatever we yeah. want now. Well, the famous Go Home Show podcast. <laughs> guys, thank you. Hashtag famous Go Home Show podcast. Uh, go ahead and tweet it everyone. Let them know. Hey, guys, spread the word. Uh, and go ahead and leave us an iTunes rating. Five stars. Hashtag famous Go Home Show podcast. Say, you can't believe you are able to listen to the famous Go Home Show podcast every Wednesday. I can't believe John Cena doesn't want to be on the famous yeah. Go Home Show podcast. You know, it, and you know what? I don't even think it's necessarily that he doesn't want to be on. Yeah. It's that he doesn't know that he wants to be on. Yeah. I think he's afraid that he'll be buried by how popular we are. Yeah. And hey, John, you know what? We're, we're, I know we're more popular than you. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Um, but, you know, come on, and it'll only boost your star rating. That's all we're saying. I mean, it's just a win-win. Yeah, that's it. That's all we're saying. Plus, we'll get you pizza. What? That's great. Yeah. What? I would go on a show that gave me pizza. Wow. Hey, guys, if you want to give us pizza, invite us on your show. So here's this unique opportunity. It's a title match. But if Drago loses, he's fired. Oh. No. He's banned. So next week, maybe next week, I don't know when, Drago is fired. Because he's not winning the championship. No. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. Yep. But I like that they kind of have interchangeable characters. This I like do too. S- there are people that come in and out. Yeah. There, There's this feeling that, you know, he may even come back as a totally different person. I, I think that I, we haven't seen Phoenix much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this makes room on the card for Mil Muertes. Yeah. Or for Phoenix. Yeah. Or, we haven't you seen Mil Muertes in about, what, uh, three three weeks? Yeah. Four weeks? You know, it's, it's been a little while. Yeah. So I think I, I have a feeling Drago loses. He goes back to Mexico does a shit, and then he makes a triumphant return in a few weeks, and everyone will be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It'll be great. Brian, NXT. This is recorded, this has to be recorded before WrestleMania. I would believe so. Uh, because CJ Parker is here. Uh, CJ Parker versus Solomon Crow is your opening match. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first note. Wow, I do not like the way Crow looks. No. And, um, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh-uh. It's just, he's, 
Uh, he looks like a he looks like a Dragon Ball Z character mixed with Biggie Langston or something. <laughs> like I what's yeah. that like that singlet? I don't know. I don't I don't like I've never liked a singlet. Like I barely even like it on Biggie Langston. Yeah. Um and and I think the only other person who kind of pulls it off is Jack Swagger mm-hmm. and even still I just don't like it. Yeah, I just I if he changed his ring attire, I'd be fine with it because his Dragon Ball Z hair, I don't really love, but it, no. it wouldn't bother me so much if he wasn't an orange cannonball man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Crow dives through the bottom and second rope mm-hmm. onto Parker. Yeah. That's a fucking brutal dive. I think Parker gets a little cut up in the mouth. I think he does. Cause yeah. they, damn, man. I thought that was really cool. Um, this crowd can eat an ass. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. If they just kept, let's go, let's go CJ. No, it was like, let's go Crow. Let's go CJ, let's go Crow. And it was just four people chanting this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's the Shut problem. Up. Shut the fuck up. That's one of the problems with having a small crowd. Shut up. Is you Shut can up. hear everyone. Yeah. So, and, and also, this was like the last taping because the crowd was fucking tired. Yeah. Uh, there's a clothesline that just fucking destroys Crow and turns him inside out. I really like that. I thought that was cool. And then, uh, Crow hits a top rope splash to the leg of CJ Parker and then locks in a stretch muffler. Uh, which they should call the crowbar. Oh, that makes and, sense. And then he comes, and then he grabs the mic uh, with his pissy hands, and he cuts a chromo, <laughs> where he says, "Stay tuned. What's wrong?" <laughs> what, Brian? Chromo. It's a. He's a Solomon Crow, and yeah. he's a he cuts a promo. He's a chromo. Yeah, with his pissy hands. Crow. That's a Mystery Science Theater three thousand reference for all you MST three K heads. Shouts out. Shouts out. Uh, so he says, "Stay tuned for your regularly scheduled programming." It's a horrible catchphrase. Yep. I like the one hand in the air thing, though. Yeah. I think that's cool. I like I like the concept, and I don't appreciate the execution. I think you're right. That's it. Yeah. Um, but this is what NXT is for. Exactly. It's the, hey, it's the place to be, and it's the best wrestling in the world, and also it's developmental, so you have to give them a break. They figured out how to make you give them the best of both worlds. Yeah. Be critical. If you're got, you have to look at things with a, things with like a discerning eye. Yeah, it's, because this week's episode of NXT was the worst episode of NXT in my entire in the entire time. I, it's I, I've I been agree, watching. and and I feel like I've been really slow on it the last few weeks, and and it's I don't think it's its fault. I think going to WrestleMania and everything well, yeah. put a big hamper on its production and everything. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you that it was my least favorite episode of NXT ever. To to me, it felt like. It felt like you made that comment last week, and yep. then and then they and then they lived up to that comment, and then they they proved you right, and and it was just I I was watching it and just going, this is hilarious. It it's the worst programming for this show, on the heels of Eric saying, don't let them be lax, because this was a show that was booked specifically to just like get get, get fan you, service, get get you there. Yeah, it just felt that whole episode just felt like yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll, we're good. Yeah, we'll just get there. That's the whole thing. Because X, now X, next out is Baron Corbin and Steve Cutler, and there's the end of days. I don't have anything against Baron Corbin. Mm-mm. We've done this. That's it. Moving on. Seriously. Sami Zayn promo. Anything particular to point out? Uh, I, I hope that Sami Zayn is quickly going to leave NXT. Yeah, he's, hey, I, he has nothing else to prove. I guess they have a program against Kevin Owens or whatever. I don't particularly need that. He is bigger than everything else on this roster and on this show mm-hmm. and does not belong here. Not and should be should be on Raw every week. Somebody posted this online, or maybe we were talking about it, but uh, but the idea of Sami Zayn sort of coming in as John Cena did yep. to, to uh, go against John Cena for mm-hmm. the U.S. title, like, that would be a great way to bring him in. 
you know, open challenge, Sami Zayn's here, and the crowd pops for it. And then mm-hmm. you have, uh, I might have mentioned this last week too, you have this really great well to to pull from with NXT now because people actually know about it, mm-hmm. that you can actually build a character from before he's there mm-hmm. by showing all of this expositional promo stuff from when he was in NXT. Yep. And so, oh, he became the NXT champion, lost to his best friend, now he's got something to prove here in the WWE. He's going up against John Cena, but he doesn't say ruthless aggression. No, he just pins the U.S. champion and becomes the new U.S. champion. And hopefully they keep doing this, like, every week thing with the championship, because I think that's a great way to have your... It's essentially your TV title. Yep. You defend it every week. John Cena is a mid-card workhorse. Yeah. Figure that out. Uh, You know what I didn't like about... This episode of NXT, mm. I know what it is, and it just hit me looking at my notes. No Sasha Banks. Pretty oh, much yeah. no regular women's division. Yeah. Where they excel. That's right. It, it had a women's match, and... Uh, and it was a WWE women's match. It was. That's how I felt, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. So Zane promo, he's gonna, he's gonna fight, guys. Uh, Enzo and Cass against Dawkins and Fulton. Uh, Angela Dawkins is better than this gear and this tag team and all this. I thought he had a lot of personality when he was, like, first in NXT. I know he was, like, kind of a jobber guy or whatever. Maybe they're just kind of trying to figure him out still. It doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about this match. I thought it was okay. There wasn't... It was just to continue the feud yeah. of uh, Blake and Murphy against Enzo and Cass. Because Blake and Murphy come out and give Carmella roses. Uh, shouts out Carmella. I don't know why she looks so hot to me. Uh, especially this week. I think it was like the shorts in the hair and I don't know. Hey, I could not, I can't pinpoint it at all. If anybody else out there agrees or knows, help me. Cause I don't know what the fuck, I don't know. It, help me. it was like, I just saw her and I went, how is, that's the thing? I don't know. Okay. I like it. All right. That's great. They gave her flowers. I would have given her flowers too. Shouts out Carmella. Um, they hit an East River crossing into a top rope dive by Enzo. I thought that was... I like their finish. It's fun, yeah. Yeah, it's a good tag I think, team finish. I think they should call it the East River Plunge. Yeah. Because it's the East River Crossing, yeah. and then and then it's like a plunge. Yeah, they should. So that's shouts out, hey, Enzo, you uh, you can use that. Uh, actually, you actually, you can't. Sorry. Whoops. You, that was, it was that fast. You goofed. You goofed. Now if they use it, I know that they listen to this. Yeah. I know they listen to this. I know you do. I know you do remember this. So. Riley cuts a promo where he just says it all to our face. I'm never going to get tired of that joke. I didn't even think about that he said it to our face. Are you fucking serious? The whole thing was to I our was, face. I was just laughing. The whole thing, it was, Brian, it was like a close-up on his face to our face. I know, I was more laughing at the shot because it was so bad. Hey, if somebody had PCP eyes this week, it was Alex Riley. I got nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose. What? Holy shit. Why would I care? Like, at this point. Why would I care about Riley? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next, we get old Blue Pants. She comes down, and she's gonna have a match against Dana Brooke, who comes out to a song which is not the song that they have been playing for her in all of the promos. Which, I've identified her with the song. Mm -hmm. Now they, like, that's not the song they use. Whoops. I, I think, I think they'll probably change her song to the promo song. I, I would so. I would think yeah. they would have to. Um she does an interpretive dance entrance. It takes so long. And this is we've spoken to this before. This is what we don't like about the Divas division. Yeah. What entrance. 
top of the ramp, pose. Make your way down, smile and wave. Get to the bottom of the ramp, pose. Get to the apron, pose. Mm. Get inside the ring, pose. I'm not... I know most people have a pose-type entrance and everything. John Cena does all of his spots and, like, his poses and everything. It's not that interpretive, like... This is choreographed. This is so choreographed. I'm going to do a flip. Like Hideo Itami comes out, puts two fingers up in the air, and then walks through. I think Sasha Banks does it well because she does her thing at the top. Mm-hmm. And then when, as she's making like her way down to the ring, you know, she's like, she's, she's like, yeah, crowd. she's like yelling at people, yeah. what, whatever, you know, she's better than everyone. That's like her thing. And then she gets in the ring and she does all that stuff. It doesn't take so long. Mm-mm. It All of the women take so long to get to the ring. And it's interesting to watch too. Yeah. Which is the other thing it's, I love about Sasha Banks. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. It's unique to, like, the divas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. I like Bailey's entrance, too. Yeah. I know it's kind of long also, but it fits her character really well. Yeah. That's it. Um, this match is, not really anything happens. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to write home about. You know, this is, like, the debut match for, for uh, Dana Brooke, and I'm not going to sit here and go, it was a piece of garbage and I hated it. I didn't particularly like it, but I, I don't think it was anything egregious no, against professional wrestling on a whole. It's I've a, seen I've seen way worse men's matches. Oh yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna tell you like what a miserable women's match. I thought she showed good strength. They had a couple of spots, it was fine. I like her fireman's carry to Michinoku driver as a finish. Yeah. I thought that showed her strength really well because mm-hmm. she held her up there, kinda jawed at the crowd and then did it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It was it was okay. It was your typical squash match for, for a male a male wrestler, so... Yeah, I mean, Baron Corbin came out and turned in less of a performance yeah. than that, so, so I really can't... I'm not going to sit here and, and badmouth Dana Brooke. She's had one outing, and I, you know, yeah. whatever. I, I'd like to see what she ha- what she can do in the ring against uh, other women competitors who actually wrestle and everything. Yeah. That's it. So, um, I, I assume that she's going to wrestle, like, Mia Yim next week or something in, like, another squash match. I'm just thinking of other women they brought in for, oh, like, yeah. for, like, short matches. Mm-hmm. Just that. Uh, and then Zane and Rhino. What'd you think of this match? Uh, I, I liked, uh, I liked Zane's new tights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I, I, I really didn't know that I wanted to watch this match, mm-hmm. to be honest, because I just felt like, oh, okay, got Rhino who's kind of getting old mm-hmm. and then you have Sami Zayn who's I think he's not even that old I think he's like upper 30s maybe really I don't think he's that old is he super young in ECW yeah I think wow. I'm pretty sure he was okay well that I mean it's good that he's back and it's good that he's healthy but I just kind of feel like I'm done with Rhino uh yeah you know I don't feel like I'm I, I feel like he fits better he was the heel in this match I think yeah you know what I mean yeah so it kind of felt weird seeing that um, but other than that, you know, I don't have a, I didn't have a problem with him or, or whatever. He just turned 40. Or wow. he's turning 40 this year. Wow. Uh, he's born in 75. Damn. Right? Well, so he's still, he's, he's good, still, man. He's still good. Good, good yeah. shape. I think he looks good. I like him playing heel in this match. I, I thought he was fine. He was just power incarnate the whole time. He yeah. was just be, it was, it's what I expected from a Sami Zayn match in this situation, which was he gets beat down, he gets beat down, he gets beat down, he gets beat down, and then he does his comeback stuff and you know fighting spirit type bullshit. Yeah, you know that that kind of thing. My um, my biggest note in this match is Marine Four is rated R for violence throughout. There was a there's a Marine Four like commercial break yeah. thing, and then I'm like, why? For what violence throughout? It says that rated yeah. R for violence throughout throughout. Like, there's just constant, like, even when, like, there's dialogue, there's someone in the background, like, getting stabbed. It's just, like, a constant is, like, someone's getting beat up. 
in every scene of that movie. There's not a frame of no. Marine 4 where somebody doesn't get their shit kicked in. We should watch Marine 4. No, we shouldn't. That's what we should do as a paper no. review. No, we should. Oh, no. Ew. I don't want to see that. <laughs> hey, guys, please tell Brian that you don't want to see that. I don't want to do that. That was a joke. <laughs> no. He, here's the worst part about that joke. You're going to get people going, dude, you should do that. I know. No. Because they're dumb. Yeah. Yucka, yucka pucka, Brian. Ugh, yucka we should, we should do a watch with the Go Home Show soon, though. Yeah. We should. That, that'd be good. It's been a while since we've done that. It's been a while. Uh, this, this match ends with Sami Zayn getting beat up. Then Zayn dives to the outside. Rhino hits a TKO. Yeah. Which is a fireman's carry into a cutter. Fucking awesome. And then uh, Zane hits a Haluva kick. One, two, three. Any other notes? No. We did it. Yeah. Um, we made it to Raw. We we made it all the way through NXT, which is probably the worst NXT that we have seen mm-hmm. since its uh, uh, inception. That's it. It'll be back to normal. It'll be yeah. back to being real good real soon because that was all just WrestleMania-like. Hey, we had to take like a month off, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Was this the one that also had... Or no, that was last week's that had the Atami stuff, right? Uh, yeah, that was last okay. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, but you could tell they're they're looking. I think they're itching to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. So that that's it. Uh, Raw tonight is the night. Let's do it. Okay, we'll Randy Orton promo. Um, he comes out and he's in a cage and he's gonna beat you up, you brat bitch, and you're gonna fucking get. Ooh, you. Ooh, you're gonna get so beat up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna kick you. Hey, I'm going to kick you so hard in the stomach, you break a rib. It is the most 14-year-old promo. It is It is what It's I, not anything that I... It's not even anything that I hated. It was just like 14-year-olds probably think what he said was cool. Mm-hmm. And it's everything that I don't like about Randy Orton promos. Mm-hmm. It's him playing to one side of the crowd and him trying to sound like he's like better spoken than he is and using words he doesn't know how to use or not write at all. Mm-hmm. And it... And it it just drags until uh, Rollins comes out, mm-hmm. and then and then it becomes a lot more fun. Yeah, I, I thought I thought Rollins cut a really good promo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was okay, kind of throughout, but then he started changing his uh, his speech pattern because you know, like so many people cut promos. I'm going to do this. What? I'm going to do that. What? Yeah. I'm going to do this. What? He was in that rhythm. And then broke that rhythm, and that got big reactions from the crowd. Yeah. He would finish speaking, and a couple people would go, what? And everyone would boo. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So I thought it was a really good promo. I liked it. I, I really enjoy that Rollins is, is becoming, like, one of the best WWE champions, in my opinion, in a, in a very long time. It's fun to watch. And yeah. I, and I like seeing, he's, he's very edge-like in his opportunistic kind of shitty, he's hiding behind people. And yeah. All that stuff. It's good. He's got little heaters on him in J&J security. And he's got, you know, the backing of the authority, which kind of seems like shaky, I guess. But that's probably going to play into Sunday where they're like, Randy, we fooled you. Ha 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 ha. Because we fooled you once and shame on me. Won't get fooled again. Whatever the fuck. Um, Don't get fooled again. Yeah. That's, you put your sunglasses onto that. Yeah. Everyone wants to do it high pitched. You have to do it with like the least enthusiasm you can muster. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you're selling people thin wallets at the swap meet. Oh my god. That's a <laughs> reference no one will <laughs> Brian and I went to the swap meet one time, uh, and there was a booth that sold thin wallets, and the guy sold them. This is, I mean, pretty much dead on for, no exaggeration. How, for how he sold the wallets. As we're walking by, and he's talking pretty much to no one. Hey, you have a thick wallet. Come on down. You see your thin wallets. These are the thinnest wallets that you're going to find anywhere. 
tired of your old bulky wallet sitting out of your pocket, well, don't worry about that anymore. You can have this wallet, the thinnest wallet, thinnest wallet money you can buy. Come on, put your money in the wallet and give me the money for the wallet. And you can, it's the thinnest wallet, the thinnest wallet that you can see anywhere, anytime. Come on down, check it out. It was like a Rick and Morty bit. It was so, it was so weird. It was, it was the, it was the weirdest thing I've ever encountered. <laughs> it was a man mumbling at passersby about the thinnest wallets. I used to text Eric in the middle of his work day and go, hey man, I got a real fucking problem. And he'd be like, dude, what's up? Like, like, cause of course he thought I was being serious. I'd be like, I just, I have like the thickest wallet. My wallet's just so thick. I got so much stuff in this thick, thick wallet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, now we have uh, Ambrose versus Harper. Because uh, we don't want to save this match for uh, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. But I thought that they built it really well. I agree. I don't know what the stakes are at this point, but they built it really yeah. well. Um, Harper gets some mic time. I enjoyed that a lot. Hey, do we keep saying this. Do that more. Give people mic time. What, like, nobody gets hey, mic hey, time in nobody, ring. Nobody knows that Luke Harper can really talk. He's not a bad promo. Mm-mm. Give him the mic. He just went out there. Dean Ambrose, I don't know why you're not afraid of me, boy, but you will be after this. Oh, fuck. Hey, the whole point of this is for Dean Ambrose to go over Luke Harper uh, in probably a tables match at Extreme Rules. So that way, Dean Ambrose can finally win a feud. Um... They actually announced the stipulation, I think. What is it? It is going to be a... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a Chicago uh, street fight. Are they in Chicago? I think so. I, I would assume. assume. So there's a Russian chain match, and they're into Chicago street fight. Yep. So you can expect some CM Punk chains. I'm I'm excited for the Texas Strap match. Oh, wait. That's not... I'm just trying to get more, you know, kind of intercontinental yeah, here. T- uh, Tokyo uh, <laughs> Deathmatch. Tokyo Deathmatch. It's actually the name of my band. Uh, uh, Luke Harper kills Dean Ambrose with a super oh kick. God. <laughs> People like don't realize how good Luke Harper's super kick is. They don't realize how good Luke Harper is. That guy's oh. that guy's the new king. He, he stays. Is. He's he's injury free. He's serviceable. He makes everyone look good. Mm-hmm. He can put over smaller guys. He can put over bigger guys. He can put himself over. He's good everywhere. Yeah. He is. He's 2015 Kane because 20 because actual 2015 Kane. I don't want to watch anymore. But he's at least been interesting the last two weeks. Yeah. Um. We. I. You know. I read this on Squared Circle. I saw someone make a note of this. Mm-hmm. Uh. Japan. It like these are moves that are big in these areas. Mm-hmm. But aren't necessarily like, you know, like, you know, they're finishers for some people, but like, they, they get a big pop from crowds. Mm-hmm. Lariats in Japan. Right. And, uh, uh, I would say super kicks in America. Yeah. Roll ups in Mexico. Like, mm. interesting, like, yeah. interesting, like, crazy spider roll ups. Yeah. And then uppercuts in Europe. Yeah. I think, I think those are the, continental kind of moves you know what i mean yeah that's it yeah just thinking of that and probably i guess maybe like the sharpshooter in canada i don't know hey let us know in the comments what you think the canada equivalent to all these things are what do you think the south american and the australian yeah what do they what do you think in africa is the big pop there you have it i'm not gonna say what i was thinking well there you go (laughs) okay 
Uh, Ambrose dives to the outside. There's a fight through the crowd, and there's a countout, but we don't really get the announcement that there's a countout. Michael Cole has to say it. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, I like them fighting around the crowd and everything. That was really cool. Uh, Ambrose gets tossed into the big Titantron uh, by Harper, and then gets tossed off the stage. There's a he's gonna get power bombed, and then he gets there's a reversal, and he's gonna get tossed, but then uh, he eventually gets tossed. Yeah. And then Harper runs away, and I thought that was really. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I really like that he hightailed it. I think he should have like stood there and been like, "I have the higher Anakin. I have the higher ground." Yep. So that's a Star Wars uh, prequels reference. Not the only Star Wars prequels reference that you will get during this raw. Nope. That was so underappreciated. God damn it. Uh, so I think Harbor should have stood there and been have. like, "I have the higher ground." Yeah. That's it. Uh, next we have uh, Rollins and, and Eminem walking around backstage. They're they're care. Ooh, where's where's Orton? Where's Orton? The primetime players come out and bark at him. It's fucking great. I thought that was so fucking funny. Yeah. And then Jamie Noble getting in Tice, getting in uh, uh, Titus O'Neil's face. Yeah. Awesome. It was it was so much fun. Jamie yep. I got Noble. They used a lot of like lower and mid card talent in the show. Yeah, and that's the only thing that made this raw so much fun. Yep. Everything else in it was not very much the, fun. The wrestling and the, and God, the upper what, card is just what ugh. what wrestling. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. I know. Um. Triple H and Rollins have a promo that is so fucking long here and so silent at times that I don't know why you would do this to the people who were there live. <laughs> it was so awkward. That's it. And just, it took forever to get the point out. Yep. And it was just, I don't understand why, yep. they, why they did it like that. But nope. Whatever. Whatever. Lucha Dragons versus The New Day. No, this is a number one contenders match, I believe. They didn't really put it over that much. Um, Sin Cara... Is called Callisto by Michael Cole. Uh, shouts out to our to our friends uh, to our friend Veronica who pointed this out. Yeah, just you know, I think she tweeted at Michael Cole. You know that the Lucha Dragons are two different people and not called Callisto and Big Callisto, right? Callisto and Big Callisto had me cracking up all night. Oh shit! Here comes Callisto and he's gonna tag into Big Callisto. Big Callisto. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Um, there's a nice Northern Lights suplex by Big Kalisto, and then, uh, Kalisto gets tagged by Big Kalisto. There's stereo moonsaults by both Kalistos to the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then, the count out one, two, we get up to like seven. Slide back in by Kofi. Woods holds on to Big Kalisto's leg. What? Count out. The Lucha Dragons don't really lose, they, they lose yeah. via count out. Yeah. But New Day who are getting New Day sucks chants the whole time, dude, they're like full heel. Yeah. And it's working. I like it. Their, their they have, tire is ugly. They have gear that looks like shit. You don't like what they're doing. They are a great, hey, they are a great heel team. Start adopting other traits. Yeah. Please. Start telling the fans that, that they suck. Yeah. New Day sucks. No. Start going, the fans suck. There you go. Anything. Build on the heel heat. Because, like, we were talking about how nobody's a fully committed heel in the WWE except for Seth Rollins and, uh, yeah, I think it's just Seth Rollins. <laughs> there you go. Um, and, and it, you know, obviously it's all about, uh, what sells. Yep. And, and Eric was saying, like, you know, the heels don't sell shirts, you know, but they sell shirts for the faces. Yep. So let there be, heels where there's somebody who you love so much you want to buy their shirt mm -hmm. i don't like i know that they know this why are they worried to make like harper a real heel mm -hmm. or 
or anybody else, like, actually somebody you don't yep. like. Like, Seamus is the only other real heel. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And, and hey, I fucking love Seamus right now. Right, right now he's interesting. I thought he was really interesting. Yeah. Um, post-match, Orton comes in and RKO's everyone, Big E Langston walks away. Um, they're booking what's hot and not what's built. Mm-hmm. We talked, we, sorry, if there was a pop there, I hit the uh, laptop by accident. Sorry. Uh, they're booking, hey guys, these, these guys who are starting to kind of get over, yeah. we're just gonna book them in a match. Okay, why? Cause they're just kind of, you know, they're kind of getting over it. Yeah, you, you could probably build them more. Yeah. Yeah, but we gotta put them on a pay-per-view. No, you don't. Whatever. Uh, Big Show reigns in a Last Man Standing match little promo video. Can't wait. And I say little when I mean long as fuck. <laughs> um, Fondango versus Curtis Axel. Uh, Fondango dances, and then Curtis Axel dances. He Axel Danksel. I wrote Danksel. Um, Fondango uh, hits a Falcon Arrow, and then the last dance top rope moon, uh, moonsault. Leg, leg drop. Uh, find a new finisher. Please. We've been talking please about stop, that for two please years. Please stop doing this. Uh, they play the wrong music for Fondongo. <laughs> it's the best. They played the wrong music a week after he changed back. Hey, guys, he's a face now. Oh, we played the wrong music. Uh, there you go. Uh, no, any, other, any other notes from that? No. Those guys are both technically sound. I like them both. Hopefully they get some character and they get somewhere. I would love to see a feud between the two where they do exactly what they did at the beginning of this match where they're just goofy with each other mm-hmm. or they get into a tag team together. I think they would work really well as like a kind of, you know, sort of like a Team Hell No comic, like two two butting heads people. I didn't bring this up last night. They used to be a tag team. Oh, uh, they did? Yep. Oh. Me, me and Brian watched some of this last night. They used to be a tag team. When they were Johnny Curtis and Michael McGillicuddy. Oh, yeah. But now that he's Curtis Axel... Johnny, he should go back. Fondango should be Johnny Curtis, and their tag team name should be Johnny Curtis Axel. They should. Johnny Curtis Axel. It'd be great. It's great. You can combine their music again. Um, Triple H comes out, and he's going to cut a tough enough promo. Or, hey, guys, are you tough enough? Hey, look for Sean's personal channel this week. I'm pretty sure he's going to make a tough enough audition video. Because oh. I was oh I was God. texting with him today, and I said, hey, if you need a video, do a 60-second tough enough promo video. He's like, well, what do I do? And I said, just search WWE tough enough audition and do that and and enjoy yourself for a little while and he went this was great thank you <laughs> that's it um so triple h just wants the face pops because that's what he does he's not a real heel go um, away kane comes out and interrupts then kane quits but i guess he doesn't quit because Rollin comes out and interrupts and then kane says we can make dean ambrose champion we can make el torito champion i thought that was funny yeah me too hey that kane getting all fiery and showing emotion uh, hey, that's more entertaining than what he usually fucking does. I've that's been, cool. I'm, in, I'm down with it. Triple H makes Kane the guardian of the gate. <laughs> this is a silly name. There you go. So that, that's yeah. it. That's the end of that. And then um, what, what do we have next, Brian? We uh, we have uh, a commercial break, mm-hmm. a little bit of promos, and then back to Triple H. I, uh, I thought that was so fucking goofy. Yeah. Hey, we got a promo in the ring. Okay, well, here's a Stacker 2 commercial. And now we're back. Hey, guys, it's Triple H backstage. We just hey, left you. we just... We just, why are we going to you for a third fucking time? Go away. Go the fuck away. Hey, Triple H, are you tough enough to not be on TV 18 fucking times in a night? It did, this is the problem I had. This promo was better Uh than the promo that he had in I agree. But, and it was all, I thought it was better than the promo that they had first, like, yeah. er, like earlier in the Yeah, night. especially because it was like, you know. That uh, should have been the only time we fucking saw this. Yes. And we got it, it, uh, did it not just feel like, hey, the obvious is stated 
over and over mm-hmm. and over again, and that is just Raw's problem to a T. Yep. The obvious is just stated mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind a recap like they... I don't mind know. I don't mind it every so often, but stop tamping it down my throat with a fucking chimney broom. Yeah. Christ's sake. Just stop. It's I, exhausting. I feel like they're booking the show with a uh, a passive viewer's mindset. I agree. It, hey, they are showing you that it doesn't matter if you watch Raw or not because you can just hop in and catch up on what happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like because I... It is not must-see TV. It, it, it makes it not... It, it makes me spend the last hour and 20 minutes on your phone on my phone feel the same way and and because i'm so worn out at that yep. point i've seen everything over and over there's probably good spots and good matches and promos that i miss because of this mm-hmm. but i'm tired yeah this is you know goes back to the complaint we always have every week about a three week three hour raw really like makes the show drag on yep not because there isn't good programming i mean not because there isn't good talent to fill with good programming yep but because they don't use the time that they have to fill in good programming yep i agree i agree it's it's just it's not booked fun it's Mm -mm. booked as a recap and it's like i i don't know there's not so much downtime like you can book for not having so much downtime yeah they just book for so much downtime i there's supposed to be a Raw coming here later in the year, and man, if we go to that, I just can't imagine that it's going to be good. It's going to be five hours, uh-huh. because they're going to record a Superstars, mm-hmm. and it is going to be... I'm going to be tired as fuck. Yeah, it's going to be like, I'm exhausting. not going to be... Listen, I'm going to be... I'm going to be very candid with everyone listening and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to stay high for five hours, so how the fuck am I going to enjoy this? <laughs> Because that's the only way. That and a bunch of Coors Light, which they sell well, that, for $8. Well, that, dollars. Hell yeah. Hey, I'm looking to spend about 64 So let's do it. Brian, what's next? A what? women's match! Yay! We have Naomi versus Brie with uh-huh. a pretty decent promo from Naomi talking about how many times does she have to beat a, uh, a Bella you know, before she gets a title shot. Okay, is she supposed to be the heel of the face? I, I, I don't understand what is happening with the women's division at all in terms of who is good and bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's like... I, I don't even want to speculate, because it, it just makes no sense. If they're all bad, fine. They're all bad catty bitches. Uh-huh. Fuck it. I don't care. That's better than a good girl who's always good and a bad girl who's always bad. Do something different. Especially because you have somebody who's actually, like... The, this crowd, is, the crowd doesn't know who to cheer for. That's the annoying part about, like, fan... Like, you know, the, the universe interaction. But Naomi is so much fun. Oh, I love watching her in the ring. I think she's one of the most athletic divas. Mm-hmm. She sells well. Everything looks good. Yeah. I like her a lot. She, she's a lot of fun technically to watch. Mm-hmm. She's pretty good in, like, in her moves. She's very solid and doesn't miss a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that she gets the title and maybe we can see the Bellas back off a little bit. Yeah. And then we can kind of build, like, an actual wrestling... Yeah. Well, they're going to be on Muscle and Fitness, so no, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's what I mean. Maybe they go out and do some promo stuff, and then they just come back and talk. Nope. They're on TV, and they're going to keep having the championship. Yeah. There you go. This match ends with what they call the rear view. What do they call it? I think she calls it the rear view. Oh, okay. Hey, we had so many people write in to us and just go, you guys pointed that out, and that's all. They just keep doing it. He's been doing it for a year. <laughs> I don't... She calls that the rear view. Yeah, I know. We... We know. We know. Hey, Michael Cole, at this point, you call that the rear view. That's it. Um, I didn't think there was anything really to write home about in this match. It wasn't bad. No. It wasn't, it wasn't 
it didn't tear the house down. I thought mm-hmm. it was fine. No, it was good. It it, it it was good, and it built Naomi well. And, and for, I'd for like the to people see at home. Yeah. There you go. Next, Brian, what do we have? Uh, it's backstage with uh, Slater and Rowan. They're hey, in. hey, Slater's gonna fucking win the championship. He's gonna do it. He's, he's gonna be. He's gonna beat John Cena, baby. So uh, Eric Rowan wants none of this mm-hmm. and leaves. And then Heath Slater, what's he gonna eat from catering? He's gonna eat. He's gonna eat a little bit of pasta. You gotta yeah. get those carbs up for gains. Yeah. You have a little bit of chicken, like lean chicken, mm-hmm. real lean. And he's also gonna eat an RKO. Yes, he is. And then uh, slamo whammo. RKO is gonna eat a tortilla chip. <laughs> Brian almost made me spit out my drink. <laughs> and that makes it. Yep. Uh, I think it was three. I think that was at that point three. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was two new day, yep. and then now, uh, now and now this. the one is Slater. And now my favorite promo of the night, which was uh, uh, Roman Reigns comes out. And, oh, he's gonna. I'm men- sh- oh, hey guys, he's mentally tough, and uh, and he's and gonna physically strong. Yeah, and, and, a, and hey, a boy scout. Hey Brian, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah, this guy's a bust. He's Outback Jack in a tactical vest. What a fucking line by Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas comes out and cuts the goddamn promo of the night. He absolutely does. As Yo- as the Jedi Master Yoda once said. Oh my god. In the best Star Wars movie. Episode one. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you fucking... You, you little goateed rat. I love everything oh, he's doing. Everything he does is so... Good. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He tells Roman Reigns that he's a bust, but all he has to do is Bo leave. And then he gets punched in the mouth, which is all that Roman Reigns has to do. Yeah. He gets punched in the mouth and he gets a spear, and that's what Bo Dallas is out there to do. Yeah. And that's fine. I just really would have loved to hear Bo Dallas say, Bo, leave that instead of that would Roman been, Reigns. That would have been pretty funny. That's all I was yep. hoping would happen. And then when it didn't happen, at, like when he said, all you have to do is Bo, leave. Yep. I went, uh, now Roman Reigns is going to say it, yep. and it's not. There you go. It's not going to be as fun. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's cool. Yep. Um, you know, at least we got a little bit of that. Um, then we get Seamus coming out with this new intro, which, again, I'm I'm into everything. He doesn't Seamus yell He doesn't yell fella anymore. Yeah, he's just he, yelling, he, ah. He, he yells something that sounds kind of like it ends kind of like it, but I think it's something Celtic, and it's probably cool. Yeah. I, I like that more than fella. Uh, again, that beard's getting a little bit longer, so it looks like like less like a like a wet puppy face and more like facial hair. Yeah, but uh, um, oh oh, radio, won't you uh, all tell me all the things I know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Long Island iced tea. Uh, the Long say. Island iced tea. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the Long Island iced tea. Zach Ryder. <laughs> Long Island iced tea. Um, Zach Zach Ryder gets destroyed, and Seamus just talks. Hey. Awesome. He he carried the mic the entire time. And this just... is the most personality Seamus has ever showed, and it's like, oh, I hate you. You're great. It's it's a lot of fun, yep. and it's it's changing it up a little bit. Bro, but... kick, bro, kick. You're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. I can beat you. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. What he's, a deal. He's just beating the shit yeah. out of out of out of a guy who can't defend himself at this point. Yeah. Until Ziggler comes in, and Ziggler makes a stop. Hits a zigzag. Makes a stop. Winner by DQ is Sheamus. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was such a good idea. Uh, do they have a kiss my ass match? Kiss my arse. Why? I don't. That's an extreme rule. That's fucking dumb. It is dumb. Yeah. Anyway. But whatever. Have a, have a match. I'm fine. Build this for a yeah. little bit. So, so Ziggler's going, hey, come and get it. I'll fucking beat you up. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Then we got John Cena coming down and interrupting Eden, who I'm very happy is ring announcing. Yeah, ring announcer, ring announcer Eden. She's taking over. I hope. I hope she just does God, it all. Me yep. too. She's really good. We're uh, we're in, we're in rapid fire uh, business mode. Let's go. Uh, yeah. John Cena says, "Hey, hey, this crowd, you guys are all here, and you're all here, and pander, pander, pander." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, who's gonna be his opponent? Kane. It's gotta be Kane. The son of a bitch. And uh, what did you think of this match? I, yeah, hey, I'm happy that they booked a fresh match. It, it was it was not. Terrible. Mm-mm. I thought it was fine. Um, I would like these matches to not end the exact same way. They end the exact. They are the exact same match with different people fighting John and, Cena and just different yep. types of moves. Like yep. just take a move set and change what they yep. are. Oh, uh, there's a disaster kick by Stardust or a walking side sl- sidewalk slam by Kane. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same yep. move set over and over and over. John Cena kick out and then an AA, and which um, happens in this match. John Cena kicks out and then there's an AA. Yep. So, so why, why would I keep watching these? Make them longer, make them more creative, and, uh-huh. I, and I'll be into it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H and Kane stand off backstage, and it's like, ooh, it's awkward. And then there's a, uh, a Miz interview with Renee Young mm-hmm. in the weirdest segment I've seen on Raw in forever. They cut away. Uh, was that on purpose? I don't know. It was, yes. It was weird. Yeah. So it's John Cena, it cuts away to John Cena and Saxton backstage in their, their uh, they're talking about, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, he's got a match with Rusev. Open. Rusev uh, just jumps him and then to- chokes him with a chain in the accolade. Yeah. and, and then, I, I don't have anything else to say. It, that is exactly what he thought. Yep. And then, and then that takes us to the uh, the, the Miz brand match between Miz Dow and Miz for... This uh, match was incredibly short. For what I would have loved to see a, be a lot longer match. Or on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This would have been a great. Th- th- this would have been a great extreme rule. Mm-hmm. So the Miz wins when Summer Rae turns on Miz Dow, scratches his eyes out, and then the Miz gets the rights to the Miz brand. Do you know why? Because Miz Dow leaves now. Sandow, Sandow leaves, hmm. and do you know why the Miz gets to keep the Miz brand? Because because he's the Miz, mm-hmm. and he's eating an RKO. That's for yep. The, hey, Some, Summer Rae leaves, and like. Randy Orton starts like walking towards her, yeah. and I'm like, "Is he gonna RKO Summer Rae?" Wouldn't be the first time you RKO'd a woman. Waka waka. Yep, that's four for the Marine Four. Yep. Thank you, JBL, who was the best commentator. <laughs> he was higher. He night. was re- he was really good tonight. So now we have Bray Wyatt, who we got a comment on uh, on Twitter that said it's the the saddest thing about listening to the Go Home Show is hearing Brian and Eric lose faith in uh, the Usos and uh, and Bray Wyatt and Bray and now Bray Wyatt. Yep. Man, I just do something. Do anything. You I, don't. You don't do anything. I don't. I care. don't care. Hey, I know you exist, and if you went away for a month, it wouldn't. Mm-mm. It wouldn't be the end of the world. I don't need you there. Go away. Come back. Do come, something. Come away. Come away and wrestle. Yeah. I want to see you wrestle. You're yeah. physically impressive. I want to see your matches. That's it. Because mm-hmm. I don't care about this promo. Next. Next. It's uh, Ryback versus Rose, which uh, doesn't matter the match. The best part of it is. When he shell shocks two fruits and goes, it's funny because it's food. So that is an email from Austin B. He says, the highlight of Raw was Ryback shouting to the camera, it's funny because it's food. <laughs> and then laughing at his own yep. joke and then doing the shell shock. The big guy. The guy. So now we have, um, we have, uh, what the hell did I write? Oh yeah. Uh, we have a, a backstage promo with, uh, with Renee Young and, uh, and she's reading a tweet. Yeah. I don't care. Why are we doing this? I don't just... There's so many promos and shit in this show, it's just tired. Yeah. I don't I don't know why people I, are watching that, but it know. is what it is. So, mm-hmm. uh, tweets are read, and then that takes us to, um, a, I think, a pretty cool shot of uh, 
of like Rollins walking away and then Jamie Noel running around. And then and then you have like Randy Orton just like Ooh, Ooh I'm hiding. I'm a I'm a sneaky snakey snake. Sneaky snake. Sneaky snake sneaky sneaky snake. So then uh, that takes us to um, – somebody should gift that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so that takes us to our main, which was uh, what should have happened last week, Rollins versus Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this match was pretty good. And this is – I thought the crowd was super into it too. And if this were – if this is like where the main event picture is going, I'll be really excited because mm-hmm. I think I think Ziggler deserves to be in a higher spot than he's in. Yes. And and it's, it's very cool to see him in the main against Rollins because it's really good. And I love that this is – this is the only real story that's consistent throughout mm-hmm. the whole show uh, and throughout the whole, like, last few months. You yeah. have Ziggler kind of coming up, coming up, coming up, knock back down. Yep. Coming up, coming up, come, knock back down. And it, now you have, like... It'll a, build that character more and everything. It's very cool. He's going to get, I think, a push for the WWE Championship, yep. probably at SummerSlam, if I had to guess. Um, and I think that'd be a really, I think really Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar will be back at SummerSlam. That's what I think. I don't know. What do I know? Um... This match is good back and forth. Mm-hmm. The, uh, a lot of believable false finishes. Crowd's really into it. I don't even really want to talk about, like, there's a thing on the internet about, like, the curb stomp is banned. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The curb stomp is banned. Whatever. I don't care. Um, this match ends with um, uh, Rollins hitting a new finish, which I has to be a transitional finish because there's no way this is going to be his new finisher. It's a single-arm DDT face buster. Yeah. It looked cool. It's fine. It does. It should belong to someone else and not him. It's it's too close to like dirty deeds and everything. It, it, I, eh, whatever. it made enough sense in the match because he was distracted. Yeah, she- Sheamus comes her. out. Yeah. I like Sheamus distracting in this match too because it it made the Ziggler Sheamus feud seem bigger. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then you know uh, all, all this happened, Brian. What happened post match? Oh, the, the, the state cage comes down. Oh my then, god! Oh, what's gonna happen? Oh, guess what? There's, what? There's a cage snake. Oh my gosh! And She's the, on and my weasel. Bar, oh, a little weasel oh. man, and then there's a, there's a cool RKO spot where they, he pulls uh, Rollins off the cage, off the top rope, into an RKO, and then Kane goes, ha 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 ha! I am Kane. Yep, he is the uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah, the end of the gate, or Brian. Whatever. We are way over time. Yes, we are. So over time. We have email, we have a few emails that I wanted to read, but we can't now from Austin A and Nick V and, and Zach T and they're We read them. Sorry guys. We did we always read the emails. Sorry. But guys, we did it. Episode fifty seven of the Go Home Show is in the books. Sorry about the poor mic quality again. We'll have it better next week because I'll actually have my shit together. Yeah. Um I've been moving houses and I'm all moved in, but I uh except that I left my other microphone at Garrett's house. Whoops. Uh you guys can email us go home show at mega sixty four dot com on Twitter at go home show on Tumblr the go home show doc the go home show dot tumblr dot com. Not gonna edit that. And Facebook.com slash the go home show. Um guys, we did it. We did another episode, episode fifty seven in the books. Brian any uh, final words for these folks at home? I don't know if you guys uh, heard or, in this case, did not hear. Uh, we're not at my place because we had to record at Eric's house, so now I have to go home. 